Hi everyone, today I'm with my best friend Grace. Say hi Grace. Hey everyone, I'm so happy to be on. So we actually had to make a pause there because we started laughing before it even started. I knew this was going to happen, I literally <laughs> knew, I'll just look at you and... No, no wait, no, I'm <laughs> Just a pre-warning, we probably will laugh quite a lot. A story that we really like is how we met. So Grace, do you want to tell it? Okay, so, Billy, oh wow, what an interesting start to the We're year. actually like a couple. Like, yeah, we I love know, telling we people how we met. I know, it's like, how did you guys meet? Well, funny story. Um, so how did we meet? Yes, yeah, so um, we both went to university, obviously, and throughout the whole of the first year, we always knew of each other because our dear friend Ben Stone. Shout out to um, Ben. Shout out to Ben. Um, always was like, you know, Oh, but do you know Billy Becker? And I used to be like, no. And then he probably did the same to Billy. And then one lovely summer's day at a lovely summer's ball, <laughs> Billy summer's came ball. at a lovely summer's ball. <laughs> summer ball, <laughs> summer 1969. <laughs> um, Billy swiftly came running up to me and she was like, are you Grace? And I was like, oh, Billy, this must be Billy. And ever since then, we hit it off, I think, didn't we? We did, we did. Um, our first date, what did we do? We went to... We went to Brighton, didn't we? Because... We went we, to Rebs. We went to Rebs, that's it. Because we met... So, obviously, we had that <laughs> encounter at Summerball. And then... Um, oh, and then we went we to the seafront and it literally poured with rain. Yeah, Do you remember that? Yeah, it was our first encounter, wasn't it? So, we yeah. were, like, under this tiny little parasol trying to, you know, <laughs> keep dry. Also, just um, a disclaimer, I have lost my voice, but... Grace is really busy with her PGCE, so we need to do it today. Yes, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, got to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a very, very busy time at the moment. Underestimated this year, I must say. So, you know, from having that very weird transition from the uni life, I think that chilled uni life, in a sense, to doing a PGCE. If anyone out there is doing it, hats off to you. <laughs> Um, I'm just about getting through. Um, we're both yeah. we're both dying a bit from the nine to five life, aren't we? Definitely. I think you know I'm still at heart, you know, still a uni student, you know, wanting to wake up <laughs> late, you know, go out in the evenings. Yeah. I don't go out anymore, you know. Like, like we've actually turned into grandmas, we haven't have. we? But I also think, Billy, you know, ever since COVID, mm, you know, I'm very yeah. much like from having that comfort of being in the house every single day. Um, from partying all the time to then having that, I kind of, you know, lean on that still a bit. I think we've all just got so used to, like, staying in. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, you know, that it was a shock to the system then going mm. back out again. But I've now kind of got used to that, mm. being back out. But then this uni life and this PGCE life has taken over in a way yeah. that I just don't have that social life I used to have. Yeah. I'm sure it will come back. I think it's like we're all, we're both really busy. Yeah. But I think like it's weird because we live down the road, but we're just both so so busy with like work and other stuff. We just don't see each other as yeah. much. And I'm sure people are like, yeah, but what about the evenings after work? It just we doesn't both, end there. The thing is, we both get so shattered, and we're like, okay, let's meet on yeah. Thursday night, and yeah. then on Thursday night we're both like. Are you tired? Yeah, shout out like... to all the nans out there who are about 90. <laughs> We're joining you, okay? <laughs> We're literally knitting while we do the podcast. <laughs> literally, it's like therapy now, you know? So, for the first part of the podcast, I'm going to ask Grace about Kent Uni, which is the uni we both went to. So, how did you find Kent? Honestly, 
the four best years of my life. Yeah. I wouldn't have done anything differently. Um, obviously, as an 18-year-old, you know, it's very daunting because, well, when I, my original plan was to go to Sussex, Brighton, yeah. in Brighton, but I just didn't, I don't know, I just didn't feel like that was the right decision. I felt like I needed to go away and I feel like I needed to find that independence and honestly, the best decision I ever made. I think I really yeah. believe things happen for a reason because I didn't get into Sussex and I was very upset, but then I got the offer from Kent and I was like, I'm going to take it. And honestly, if it wasn't for that, I don't know where I'd be. So yeah. obviously it was the most scariest thing I think I ever did moving home and going to this new place, a new world, because you are finding your independence. Yeah got to do my own washing i've got to do my own cooking what am i gonna do mum i think as well like so we had like different halls at uni and grace you didn't get very lucky with that first year i slummed it i slummed it (laughs) like so um how would you describe elliot so like people that didn't (laughs) because it was you know to the people who don't know what elliot was if you didn't go to kent it was built to be a prison but if you do know then you you know know, you know okay (laughs) But um, yeah, so that was in itself daunting because I turned up and I was like, oh God, how am I going to, you know, like, like... Just like to describe it, like it was literally like a box with like a tiny window. Yeah, it was quite prison-like. Um, definitely prison-like. Very because concrete. It wasn't the architect a prison? Yeah, he built it to yeah. be a prison because all the <laughs> corridors were like shaped in different kind of shapes. So if a prisoner was to escape, they'd get lost. So obviously me and my house, like flatmates would like walk around Elliot like, oh, we're on the other side of the building. Yeah. We didn't even mean to be. Um, but yeah, I I had the option to move to your lovely Turing block. But by then I'd met, shout out to Ruben, because he mentioned me in another podcast. Um, <laughs> I met Ruben, my other flatmate, on the very first day I arrived. And honestly, like we clicked and yeah. I couldn't have left because... Yeah. Because you had that, like, support. Yeah, I had that, you know, when you click with someone, you know, and we did do something every day. You know, we woke up, we went to lessons together, we'd go for, like, the little meals afterwards. And, you know, like, we we had the same friends. So, you know, I think having that support with the house, like, flatmate, you you don't want to leave that. No. I I think I'd rather slum it. Yeah, 100%. Than, you know, like... I think it's more about who you live with than, like, where you live. And it was so lovely because, oh, yeah, let's just shout out everyone. Shout out Peter, his girlfriend. <laughs> you know, she's just, she was wonderful. And, like, she fit in. So, like, when we'd all do things together. Mm. And, like, Ruben's, like, side of the, you know, his course would join my side of the course. So that's how we met Emma on my oh. side. And Louie and Ruben and Arga were, like, in yeah. their sort of group. So we all kind of merged. And then... That's how we became a little uni family from there. That's really cute. Yeah. So for this next bit of the podcast, we're going to talk about nights out. Well, where can we go with this? <laughs> I mean, from the very first day I started uni. See, I had just turned 18. Yeah. So when I first went out, it was very new to me. It was very daunting. Yeah. Um, but found love for alcohol, really. And... Um, <laughs> Rose. Found love for alcohol. <laughs> it's that feeling 
in if you guys know when you're you know yeah, she's not an alcoholic I'm, no i don't really drink that much now but <laughs> when i was 18 and i first found like you know how it feels to be drunk <laughs> it was like wow like, i love this feeling so um going out for me was an absolute pleasure <laughs> Which was your favourite memory on a night out? Well, I think there were so many memorable nights out. Um, I really remember the nights out with like the tennis society. So I think second year was obviously the best year ever. Yeah, like, we loved that, it. Because that's when you actually met everyone and people you click with. Um, I think going out with the tennis society was really fun because, you know, we were all really social, yeah, weren't we? Yeah. Like we all we loved everyone at tennis. We'd all go out afterwards. There'd be themes, um, and I just found them really lovely. And yeah. you know, you 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 do you did feel like you had a family. You'd see them every day, then you go out with them in the evening. And I think memorable ones. I think, you know, I think in terms of funny nights out, <laughs> I don't know. I think just like falling over i remember one <laughs> night when i just kept falling over for no reason billy you were there so in, a, in the club that we had there was like a really really steep like staircase yeah very very steep staircase um, which i feel like you didn't have a good night unless you fell down that i know i feel like everyone <laughs> has to experience falling down that terrible staircase but then you know it's a good night if you do that i yeah i mean i woke <laughs> up the next day with bruises up and down my leg yeah. that was I think it was initiations. Was it? Yeah, I remember tennis initiations, and um, I just remember running to venue, getting there really quickly, <laughs> falling over, Billy like worried and picking me up, <laughs> and then um, going like falling down the stairs. But um, yeah, I, I probably just, was like, "Here's a three pound vodka lemonade." <laughs> yeah, my love <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, no. I, the venue really <laughs> people being like, "You're right." I'm like, "No, no, no." She just loves alcohol. But honestly, I thought I was—I I really was. I was really sensible on nights out because no, you were to be fair. Like, I think that fair. was the one night I just didn't—it didn't go to plan. But I was quite sensible. You were always sensible. You were like, even if you're drunk, like you're very sensible. Yeah, but I just loved—I just loved the tipsy level. Yeah, I don't have to get yeah. so drunk. Just give me a few gin and tonics and maybe a tequila rosé, and that yeah. is me. Like, I just yeah. love that little tipsy feeling. Yeah. Ever since, obviously, like now, I'm not so much because working lady and all that now, you know, I can't really afford to have <laughs> a hangover weekend at the moment. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like at the time, yeah, it was just a really nice feeling, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you didn't really, you, you only had that little essay to worry about now and then. But oh gosh, it, at the time, it just felt so stressful, didn't it? And now I look back and I'm like, oh. We literally text each other every day and we're like, we miss it so much. I know, I really, I really miss it. But, you know, they're great memories that I yeah. treasure forever. The yeah. best four years. And we're still really close with all of oh, our friends. yeah, so. definitely. I mean, I wouldn't have had it any other way. I would not change anything. Absolutely. No, no. The best four years ever. Part of so. kind of wish I did a fifth year, but... Yeah, don't, yeah maybe extending <laughs> it could have been a good idea. Even though we both did four years. We but... did four years, I know, no. I know. But they were the best four years and very grateful. So, what I promised we would talk about in this podcast was what France was like. Well, France, that literally seems like a lifetime ago. Um, unfortunately, it was cut short because of 
COVID. Um, so I would have been out there from well, end of August to July uh, the following year, but it ended up being till March. So what I did get was amazing. Um, so I met four lovely girls. Um, shout out to Amy, Laura, Sophia. Um, <laughs> they were at, they were my rock there. You know, if I hadn't met them, my year abroad would have been very, well, just very different. I think because I, I was so so nervous. I said to Billy, yeah. like it was the most daunting thing I think I ever did. Um, purely because it's not like you're going to uni and you're in the same country. Yeah, like you're moving to a different country. And I used to live there, but with my family. So going out there on my own was <laughs> yeah. very, very daunting. Um, but yeah, absolutely loved every single minute of it. Um, yeah, would recommend it. <laughs> so when you were in France, did you ever get homesick? Yeah, do you know what I did? The very first day when my dad left me, on the very first day I was there, I couldn't leave my room because I felt sick. Like, yeah. I felt like this is it now for Because you weren't year. really close with your flatmates, were you? I, I didn't really know anyone <laughs> in there. there. It was like a <laughs> corridor with about 70 rooms. <laughs> you used to FaceTime me and you'd be like, that weird guy is walking oh past my, my room again. Oh my God. So there was this guy who lived opposite me and he would leave his door open and smoke like inside. <laughs> so all the smoke would come like into my room and I was really annoyed. <laughs> 40 years old as well I didn't get it like it was supposed to be yeah. student accommodation <laughs> fair enough he's a student but I just maybe he looked really old maybe and he was <laughs> Egyptian Absolutely. he was really nice at the beginning and uh we got on I was asking about oh like what's Egypt like but he really struggled with English and French yeah. so um it was hard to have a conversation with him but I really enjoyed to get to know him but later on in the year when all with all this smoking and all this <laughs> shouting down the phone and everything I just, he just became a bit, I don't know, not, not I don't want to say annoying because he was okay, but like, it was a bit <laughs> annoying, annoying, yeah, that's, yeah, that's say the least, um, but yeah, it was, yeah, Billy, it was very, very daunting. Sorry, um, Grace, it's housemate if you're listening. Yeah, if you're listening, <laughs> stop smoking inside. <laughs> um, but, stop yeah. shouting down the phone. Stop shouting down, please. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no, it was a very daunting experience. I did get homesick, but at the same time, if it wasn't for the four girls I'd met, yeah, I would have been homesick every day. Whereas, <laughs> you know, it was just, it's the thing you get used to. It's like when you start uni, you get a bit homesick. Yeah. But then, Billy, how many times did I actually come home during it? Like, So we did actually do quite a lot of nights out that year, didn't we? We did. Like, I flew back for Halloween, um, which was great. And we think we both got COVID, didn't we? Oh, we yeah, definitely. I think that was when it was all starting, <laughs> wasn't it? We just got the worst colds and, like, fever. Because it was, like, just like... before COVID got announced. It was, yeah. I think it had just started. And, um, yeah, and I flew back a few times. Because when you love uni so much, I miss uni yeah. Kent so much. When there was, like, a party <laughs> or something, I'd fly back straight away and, like, want to be with everyone. Because... At that time, when I was flying back, nothing was really happening yeah. in France. Like yeah. the girls who I with were flying back just to go home for a few days as well. So uh, it was nice to just have that balance of being home, but also having a lovely yeah. time in Leon. Definitely. So yeah, definitely a really good experience. Just I understand it's just very daunting. Yeah, but you also did like a few trips out of Leon, didn't you? Oh yeah, no, I did. I had. I think that's what also helped. Just having that change of scenery. Sometimes I went to Annecy, which is. That is so pretty. It is gorgeous. It is absolutely gorgeous. It really makes you appreciate where you are yeah, and having yeah. that opportunity to be there. 
Um, I went to Valencia to see Sofia, which was lovely. I just love Spain. Yeah. So just to be in that different culture, try and practice my Spanish. I don't know how that <laughs> went, but um, it, that was really nice. But that was the last trip I ever went on. Yeah. Like, ever since COVID, that was when, like, COVID was bad. I know, because didn't you go to Valencia from my house? Uh, no, I came back to Brighton, oh. but then I went literally the day after. Yeah. So it was very, you know, it was, I, w I think I was on about three, four planes. I'm not trying to sound like a traveller. <laughs> but like I was, you know, my, my mum works BA, so I had like a few free tickets I could use. Yeah. So I really made the most of it. And um, and yeah, like I went to Valencia, had a great time, but then flew back on a plane. Everyone was coughing. <laughs> you know, it was COVID central at the time. And then I was ill. So maybe I was one of the... We were one of the yeah, first to catch that's COVID. Crazy. You know? It seems like a lifetime yeah. ago. So, what was the uni like in France? The uni was so different to the uni in England. So, I went to um, school in France. Yeah. I went to primary school and I went to the first bit of secondary school, so about year seven and eight. And honestly, going back to this university, I felt like I was going back to school. Yeah. They don't have a uni life. Yeah. They only go to lessons and then they go home. It's like school. You wake up, you go to school, you come home. That's what the university life is like for students in France. Unless you move away yeah. when you're in France. But that's not very popular there. So um, so when I went, it was very prison-like. It was very concrete again. <laughs> There's a lot of like prison-like yeah, situations in this podcast it really is and um, it was very concrete it was very elliot following you to El elliot following me yeah <laughs> that's for sure um yeah it's very concrete and a bit depressing like <laughs> i'd turn up and be like mm, don't really want to do today i'd rather be you know eating yeah. in a nice bistro or something something like that oh. um so yeah, it, it was okay, don't get me wrong. The, the professors were so strict, Billy. I know. Like, I felt like I was a child. They speak to you as it, like, very inferior when actually, sorry, I'm an adult. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, again, that's what the French students are used to. You know, they grow yeah. up with that. I grew up with it in the schools. Um, and it really made me appreciate the union. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, I think union in England is have, great. Yeah, yeah, the freedom you have, the relationships you have with your professors, you know, calling them by their first name, yeah, for example. Yeah. Like, in France, no, you've got to... <laughs> fair enough, but, like, they're really strict. And we had this teacher called Madame Meunier. <laughs> and, um, oh, my goodness, she was the scariest lady I think I've ever... Really? Like, been in contact with. Because, you know, you get one thing wrong, out my class. Oh, my I'm God. I'm like, sorry, I'm 20 years old. Oh, like, wow. do I deserve this? Yeah. Um, but she was, and that's what they're like. You know, a lot of professors are like that. You get the nice ones. But, um, yeah, that was that was one for sure that I was very <laughs> scared of. Um, but that was my that was my experience at yeah. university there. It was, um, I was unfortunately put, I had, well, most of my lessons were put in the concrete building, but I did have one lesson in this, like, museum-like building. Oh. It looked like a museum palace. It was very historical. It was on like the river, and um, I used to like look forward to going to there. I'll get every you. Thursday. I'll get you to send me some pictures, and I can put them on the Instagram page. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like, to I show so everyone. Many. I've got oh, I've got about two thousand photos of that building <laughs> in general. Um, but yeah, no, it was. Yeah, the universities yeah. in France are so different to England. So if you think, if you're thinking, if you're listening to this, <laughs> and you're like, oh, French universities, just. I would so do it. I would so, so do it. 
Um, just my experience <laughs> from it was just very, you know, I don't know, I just felt like I was back at school. Yeah. yeah. But you preferred, like, you loved, like, the lifestyle, though, didn't oh, you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Loved the lifestyle. Loved the people, honestly. I, I think, Also, know, yeah. can you please put a debate how to say croissant? Oh, what, croissant? So, basically... <laughs> Yeah, everyone Sorry, we're going off topic off. here, no, but no, absolutely. So, if anyone can tell you how to say it, it's great. I ask so, that every day, <laughs> and, and I still do, get actually. it wrong. No, so you really have to exaggerate the, <laughs> the <laughs> so you say croissant, croissant, have a go, so, Billy. Okay, croissant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. a bit more the, but you're there, see? <laughs> it's just, you have to add the on and the sounds, yeah. and maybe the bit of the gestures. If you, you guys are wanting to learn how to say more names of pastries. Grace is your girl. At me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I need to stop saying so. <laughs> I love it. It's a good connective for the <laughs> A connective. Oh, definitely no. a teacher. Oh my god, teaching language is off of me. <laughs> um, so, so Grace, if you were to do it again, what would you change? What would I change? I would probably change me worrying all the time. Yeah. Because I look back and even though I really, really made most of enjoying myself, I still really worried about the uni work. Yeah. Obviously with how strict they were and me wanted, we had to get a few credits to pass the year if we wanted to, you know, get through to the next year and our degree really. So I was really panicked quite a lot of the time and the work out there is really, really hard. Yeah. But the more I think about it, the more I just wish I was a bit more chilled about it. Because but that's what I think about everything that happened in my life. I'm like, I wish I just didn't care as much. I know. It's in the moment, it's intensified by about a million percent. And I think, you know, life's too short. Mm. Life is too short. And I think if I really was to tell people who are going on a year abroad and who are worried about the university side to it, don't. Because, you know, just make most of you being in a different culture in a different world like soaking up the language exactly the experience and yeah the uni work will get done there's always time to do it and I'm not gonna lie towards the end I just wanted it done yeah. I didn't even worry too much about the quality I just really wanted to get it done so it was in and I had completed what I needed to do yeah and enjoy myself it's not all about the work it's about enjoying yourself as well. 100%. So, yeah, that's all I can say. The year thank awards are worth it. Thank you so much, Grace, for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been a Best pleasure. Best guest ever. I'm sure you'll be on again. Oh, thank you. Can't wait. <laughs> thank you for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Au revoir. Oh, that's so good. <laughs>